Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever. Mostly, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber, and today... We have a very a couple of very exciting things. First of all, first in-person pod in four months. Four months. Uh, the, the three of us are together. It's, ooh, yeah. We just we just et touch fingers, and we have a very special guest and another in-person guest, the very own voice of the Bradshaw Boys. Katie, Katie Sieber. Hi, guys. What? Thanks for having me. Thanks well, for doing this. Thanks for making the commute. Oh, you know, <laughs> I just walked, you know, down the hall. Um, it was long. This is terribly exciting because, as you all know, we have been recording uh, via Zoom. It actually kind of feels weird. I'm, like, used to the Zoom thing. I'm used to seeing your faces on on computer screens. And uh, there's there's some technological hiccups occasionally with that. Oh, yeah. But not a lot, of, a lot of delays. Not this time. There, no. we oh, can shut s- up. still even live. We can still, if you guys prefer Zoom, we can talk. Wait, John, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do have to say that it is weird to not be on Zoom, and now I'm back on the controls of the recording thing, and so I'm used to like looking at a computer screen, and now I'm like for the first five minutes constantly looking at knobs, being like, "Are we good?" Dude, the knobs are, are good, good, man. Just think, it, like, compare it to what we were doing on Zoom. The knob, those knobs are great. Dude, that's I'll take a knob. <laughs> I'll take a knob any day. That's right. That's I do right. like wearing your giant gaming headset again. Yeah, it's man. Nice to be wearing that. Let me yeah. just say we we put a lot of effort into getting together. We 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 did a lot of. Uh, I had a I had a COVID test mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. months ago, and then John and I and Katie are living out uh, together for a little bit, yeah. which is it. And then we did a hard um, we did a hard uh, quarantine for Corey and mm-hmm. a hard questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Some fever uh, checking. That's right. Yep. No fever here. No fever. Hallelujah. Yeah. But also, like, shout out to New York. New York really got its shit together and has like has like stepped up and and handled this thing the right way. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we're not listening. You're not listening to this now at like the third wave where New York is a pile of rubble. Yeah. Um, but as of now, July 25th, 2020, New we're York's, doing good. New York's kind of setting the standard. And uh, and yeah and. It's crazy how three months, four months, whatever is a long time, and then it's like, oh, we we made it through. Yeah, what, we made what, it through. What was our last? What was the last in person episode? Do we know? Man, it's a good question. I think we it was before just season gotten, six started. It was. It would have been. Yeah, maybe it was. 
Because were we, we were all... releasing our LA episodes when we went quarantine. <laughs> oh, it might, be, we... it might have been LA, an LA episode. Were we all together when we did that hand washing video? Yes. Yeah, that was our last one. Coronavirus was a thing. Uh huh. And we were all like aggressively washing our hands and like laughing about it. Yeah. And I think then that was like the last time we all saw yeah. each other. And then by that Monday, we were like, oh, we're inside. We're never going to see each other again. We're never going to see each other yeah. again. Like two days later, right. and our hands were all like cracked. Yeah. And just, ugh. Do you feel like your hands have gotten used to it? Yeah. I was talking to my neighbor uh, in New York, and he was saying, yeah. He was like, I feel like my hands, like for a while, were just red all the time, and now like your body is used to just like pumping out more natural lotion into your hands from just putting alcohol on it all the time. Right. It's just, I've 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 spent half my life savings on lotion since then. <laughs> I'm a big survey guy. As soon as, all, as soon as this is all over and we're not gonna be washing our hands as much, our hands will probably continue to generate the same uh, amount of oils, and we're all gonna be sweaty palming each other. That's what my old roommate would refer to as church lady hands when you just have like when you just have like kind of lotiony hands he was like I just remember going to church with my grandmother and I would shake these old women's hands and they all just had like fresh Mary Kay lotion on oh, them Mary yeah. Kay yeah. Yes. Kevin knows a little bit something about Mary Kay <laughs> oh I know a lot about it <laughs> yikes uh, <laughs> so Katie we're we're uh, gonna, about to watch a historic episode I yeah. believe it a is lot one of my... people have said this is this is a big one. It's one of my favorites. I think wow. it touches on some issues that I think all women can relate to and many men as mm. well. And I think it'll be a really interesting conversation with you boys. This has been one of the ones that people have said. I'd say this one, like Woman's Right to Shoes, My Motherboard Myself. Yes. Um, maybe, I don't know, the the Moon River one. People I love the Moon River one. I Heart New York. I Heart New York. Yeah. 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 All um, very special. All very special episodes. I'm I'm excited. This right. one I feel like uh, more so than any of the others. I kind of have a gist of what it's going to be about. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, a woman's right for to shoes. I mean, I I I would think from the title alone, I get a couple things, but then I don't know. There's the pun. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you'll that, find out. Yeah. Very I, soon. I think I know, but maybe I don't know. Should we do a quick recap of the last thing that happened? Last thing that happened that we saw was Charlotte's wedding. So good. Oh, I love that episode. Charlotte Harry getting hitched. Yeah, yeah, Kevin and I cuddled on the bed. That's yeah. right. We watched it together while John went downstairs to watch it because you yeah. couldn't lay on the bed because your right. back hurt. It wasn't. It wasn't big enough. No. <laughs> All three of us were on the bed. We were going to do a snuggle fest, but I had I had to go downstairs watch it in the dungeon of this house. How did <laughs> episode end? We have Charlotte's wedding, and then she does the catch, and you hear Michelle Branch. Oh, yeah. that's what oh, it is. Oh my gosh. We She's back just... on. <laughs> it's if I just breathe. That's true. Come on. As Ooh, someone that, that really just... listened to that also, song and was like, yes, Michelle. Didn't Faith Hill have a song called Just Breathe? Oh, Just Breathe. Just yeah. Breathe. Oh, yeah. I think there's a Maybe lot of breathe. I'm amazed I, you. breathe. I don't think that's it. Maybe I'm amazed. Yeah, but that's not the Faith Hill song. Faith Hill song. It's amazing. It's it's the Faith Hill song. You're just singing Rascal Flats, man. Amazed is Faith Hill. Every long lost road. That's just Rascal Flats. What's the What's the uh, Faith Hill and her husband? Down to the old town road. Oh yeah, it's Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Yeah. Um, Two star tangent. Coming back in person. Coming back in person. Which is we would like to let everyone know this podcast is brought to you by Tommy Bahama. That's right. I forgot. Tommy Bahama is our summer sponsor this year. They Uh, have not contacted us, nor have we (laughs) talked to them. But we would just like to say. But at Costco, they are selling towels. Pillows and beach chairs, and Which you better bet your dollar that we've snatched up one of, of each of those. A Tommy Bahama beach chair is a fabulous invention. 
it was it was engineered very well. They're I mean, today's going to be the first day yeah, we're that you guys out. are going to test them out. Yeah, I tested this. one out in in, oh, in Brooklyn in New York Ooh. before oh. I came out to visit you guys. Okay. It like was a make or break for the Hamptons. You were like, if this doesn't feel good, That's I'm true. not coming. Wait, you've was, already sat in a Bahama Beach chair? I sat in one um, eight days ago in the middle of Prospect Park. Whoa. Wow. It was great. That's fantastic. You feel relaxed? Dude, I have been relaxed since then. All the knots are gone from my shoulders. It's great. That's the magic um, of Tommy. Yeah, we yeah. we bought a Tommy. So I bought there was a two pack at Costco of Tommy Bahama pillows. They had I think a Tommy two pack. A Tommy two pack for eight ninety nine. Like like everything at Costco is is between eight and twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Um, and I gave one to Kevin because Kevin's a big a Bahama head. Yes, yeah, a Bahama boy. Big time. He's and, a Bahama man. Um, <laughs> he brought up something funny about Tommy Bahama. The name of the CEO, ex CEO oh, yeah. of Tommy Bahama. Terry Arpillo. Terry, Terry Arpillo. What a relaxed Just name. Just a relaxed guy. I'll say they make they make a hell of a, a bamboo button shirt. Their pillows trash. Not great. <laughs> Not. They didn't invest in that that aspect of the company. No. In, unless they pay us to promote them on here, I will go ahead and, and say those Bahama pillows are not great. Let me just and let me say this: we're relaxed because we're out here in the Hamptons right now. If if we ever get to a point where we are relaxing in the Hamptons, we'll let you know. This is not false modesty. We're out here for work. It yeah. is not That's as bougie true. as it seems. We no. are working every day, pretty much all day. All day. Yeah. Okay. But everyone here is working fifty to sixty hours a week. Right. We are busting our asses, but uh busting our asses in masks, no in, less. Right. In, in masks. Hungry outside weather with masks. <laughs> Sweaty fucking faces at all times. Just like my mustache is just a it's a science experiment of like what could grow there after a few hours. <laughs> I'm oh. nervous. But what is what is wonderful is uh, that now we like it's a video game. The four of us right now, just imagine we're like slightly moving like a video game, and we each get to choose our Hamptons character from the show. So you get to Ooh. choose what Hamptons character you are for today for this pod. Um, I'll go first. I am uh, I am a crab in pubic hair. No. That's my character. <laughs> Here are my pinchers. I'm uh, I'm the good muffins. You're the good, oh, <laughs> the good, muffins. The good muffins. I'm the good muffins. Corey's a pepper shaker. I am. I was gonna pick pepper mill. <laughs> I am a pepper mill. Yeah. I'm well, the pepper I'm mill gonna dog. say that I'm gonna be Miranda when she like comes in and she's like, fresh corn and seafood for dinner. Because I'm like organizing our fresh we go. seafood dinner right. we're gonna make that's tonight because right. it is true. our day off. We've talked about that. But that's like also a very not Miranda moment. But that's who I'm gonna be. And. uh and then we have just a bunch of other Bradley Migos walking around. <laughs> it's uh, the Migos. It's the rap group Migos, Migos as Bradley Migos. I think that guy's a lot nicer than a lot of your typical Hamptons bros. Let's what, be honest. Wait, what kind of doctor was he? Dr. Bradley Migo? I uh, don't know if we ever find out. Uh, uh, we'll look it up. Shout, shout out if, if you know the, the type of doctor. Dermatology, 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 dermatology. That's All right. me. Well, we, uh, let's go watch the episode. Yeah. Woman's Right for uh, Two Shoes. A women's right I to shoes. Right 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 a women a woman's right to shoes. Ep season six, episode nine. I'm Let's very excited. It. I'm very excited. We'll be back. We'll be back. Bye. 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 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 83. 
A woman's right to shoes. Carrie's shoes are stolen at a party, but the hostess not only refuses to apologize, she shames her for her extravagant footwear and lifestyle choices. Miranda gets chickenpox, and she flirts with the handsome African-American doctor who just moved into her building. Charlotte must adjust to living with Harry and his tea bags in her pristine apartment. Children misbehaving in nice restaurants really annoys Samantha. And now, back to the bull. Wow. A what an episode. Great right episode. To shoes. That was such a fulfilling episode. That was a great episode. I'm so a glad lot going on. you guys feel that way. I do have uh, to say, though, okay, before we went into it, we were like, do you, what do you think it's going to be about? For those of you who have hadn't seen it, which is the three of us, what you thought it was going to be about, was it about what you thought it was? No, not even a little bit. I was waiting for, I was waiting for like an abortion time. Yeah, I was waiting for, for an that abortion That was a little thing. misleading. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, no, I mean, I think it's, I think it's kind of subversive in that mm-hmm. way that, that you're looking at like, this is, this is the way you get to choose your life. So let me get this straight. You're equating women's rights to that heaven. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? That's what you think right now. I think, I, I think that it's interesting to oh women's rights are interesting <laughs> to you let's unpack that right now kevin i love this gory I'm, character right i here. like love it slash i'm like uncomfortable this with it <laughs> I, I feel like he's gonna real come at me any minute this is Instagram political Corey. Um, wow let's talk about that kevin. interesting it's time to talk about what you think that means for women's rights kevin <laughs> i think what was that lady's name Dude, Kira. 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 First of all, arguably think, the biggest TV villain in history. Oh, she is the biggest. You guys caught like, the women hating bitch. You know that Kira, Ooh. like you, we Kira is, was at least her job was based on Ann Gettys, right? She's is a baby. that what Ann Gettys used to do before she took pictures of babies? I'm not sure, but oh, but she's like I a cute baby photographer. Robert so I thought, Maplethorpe. <laughs> That's what. Uh, but I figured she was based off like it was uh, it, probably yeah some sort of bougie baby photographer, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that, that was like Ann Getty's time, right? Yeah, wasn't that like early 2000s? I'm sure it was based on her. Yeah, who's there, I don't. I've never even heard of Ann You've seen like Getty. pictures of babies, babies with like carrots on their patch. head. Okay, I'll show you some. It's just a lot of. <laughs> they like have trapper keepers with those. No, that's Lisa, Lisa Frank. Frank. Why did uh, people get into that though? I guess people Frank? love dude because no, the colors. And the no, no, babies people love babies but in like, Cabbage Patch, but it's not kinda, Cabbage Patch Kids. It's around the same time as um, um, oh, what is his name? He photographed all the Weimar honors. The guy that has the dog photographs. Uh, oh, I know. Like and the, everything's like super clean white background. Yes. Right, just like, and they're oh, like yes. in like outfits. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, let's get back to the. They outfit. did. They yeah, did yeah. preview what they're like. This is just going to be what the internet is in 15 years. Totally. You know? That's Interesting just... you think the internet is just for animal pictures, Kevin. <laughs> Let's talk about your views on women's rights. No, Interesting. That, I mean, Interesting. Be- between uh, those pictures and discussing teabagging, they pretty much did nail all of the internet. That is true. <laughs> that is, That's that is true. true. That is true. The, um, the, what, what was it like when you first watched this, Katie? Um, You know, that's a really great question. I feel like... Again, like I probably have a different answer than some women because I have uh, always grown up knowing I'd like to have a family, like to have children. 
I think it's interesting that Sex and the City, they do kind of have an aversion to like babies, baby showers, like all that stuff. And I was actually thinking about that during the episode because I was like, man, I love baby showers. Like I've just always enjoyed going and like celebrating my friends' choices. Granted, I think they're a lot more fun than they used to be. Um, And yeah, I feel like it's different now watching it as a Mm 34-year-old woman, but I have so many friends that have chosen not to have kids or unfortunately aren't able to have children. And it just really sat with me in a little bit of a different way, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. It is going to be a bit of a pickle when we do have a baby shower because Katie and I are notorious for asking people to take their shoes off. Well, Well, that that was was a whole thing. But that made me think, though... That like Katie, we mentioned this during the episode, but was the taking shoes off in people's houses was that like a thing that started happening in the nineties or two thousands or something? Or did people always do that? It must be because they were I mean, like appalled by it. Right. But like I think Asian I mean, households, that's like always been the case. Well, it's like listen, our apartments in New York are very small. They're like eight hundred square feet. And if you have guests over, thousand, okay. but go ahead. <laughs> and you have like twelve people come over, right? There's the subway in the city is so dirty. We've all seen people taking shits on the subways it's or true. pissing on the subways. Do you yeah. Like we walk through that all day. I right. don't get why we can't just pop your shoes off and have a clean house. But I feel like most people I know do have those rules. I mean, unless you were having like a huge party, which we would never have because we don't have space. <laughs> right. But if I had a party, I think I'd let people's shoes stay on. But if I'm having like guests over to Right, for like book club, people yeah. have to take their shoes off. I've been to shoe I've been to shoeless parties and I've had I was never a shoes off in my house person. But then after going to people's houses where they were, it's made me more conscious of it. And then in like current times and like Corona times, I started doing, I like made a little shelf where I put all my shoes when I walk in my sure. apartment now. I started becoming a shoes off person when I got a nice rug. Right. Like I you didn't just, care about it. Then I had a nice rug and I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, well. but I think none of, all of us grew up in suburbia. Right. Where we weren't walking. I mean, don't they always do studies about what's actually on the subway and haven't they found the like bubonic, bubonic plague? plague? The bubonic plague is, is, is lurking in the subway the somewhere. Subway. I don't want to drag that like, to my house. Not, You'll get way worse shit than just uh, chicken pox if you get bubonic plague in your face. It's Greg T. Greg T carries it. You know who Greg T is? No. Those, you totally know who he is. There's these ads that they put up on the subway that were like, it's all these different New Yorkers' faces. Oh, yeah. And it's all these Co- pictures. Is he a Cooney guy? He's the, he's the guy. He's this older white dude who's from Long Island, and he just says, like, I love the New York City subway. Some of that, and it says, Greg T. And he's right. I'll show you a picture of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Greg subway T. ads. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. those were back in the day. Way yeah, the I, day. Think, I think, I guess it has to do with fashion. If, if you're not in New York, everyone has a, a foyer or a foyer that's like, I guess, what's the main thing? Shoes off or shoes on? What's the main, if we did a majority vote for the entire country. Shoes on. I think shoes shoes on. on. For sure. And and I think that's totally valid. I think anywhere, if like anywhere other than, no, I think probably 85, 15. Wow. I think like if you're not living in like downtown Los Angeles or like Portland or New York. Yeah. (laughs) Like keep your shoes on in the home. But like, if you're walk, if you're if your main source of transportation is walking somewhere, and you're walking on subways or like, we've all stepped in the mystery puddles in New York. One that time I slid, one slime time, green mystery puddles. Like, keep that shit. At, at one the time doorstep. I slid on a squished rat. Yeah. Oh, I stepped in a like, dead pigeon one time. That is, it yeah. was literally like I was like, I'm having my lowest and my highest 
points of New York because I slipped on a squish rat, Ugh. but then I went and sat on the second row at the Harry Potter Broadway show. So I was like, years, that was my high and low. A few years ago, I was right in front of the Plaza Hotel, right by right by Hubble's time, right where the horse was oh, during the Hubble episode. Yeah. And this is long before we watched it, but I just remember I, that's exactly where I was. And there's on the north east corner, there's a traffic light and there's just right below it below the traffic light there's like some sort of sign and it's just covered in bird shit because i think birds post up there because people feed sure. pigeons there and i remember looking at that and be like man birds must shit here all the time and then <laughs> right, right on my bald head. head but you know what that's Dude, supposed to be good luck do you think true. it was well, it was I on Good Friday, so someone... it was good luck for me, not for Jesus. I remember it was on Good <laughs> Friday because I went to, I wiped it off, and then I had friends coming out of good, good Friday service, and I made some joke about how my day was even worse than Jesus's, and it didn't, it bombed. They didn't like it. Didn't it. Well. it bombed well in front of, in front of these, these devout, devout religious. If you types. really look at, if you look at the way theology works in the Christian story, it's actually. It was actually great luck because yeah. the Christ had to die then to rise for the sins of humanity. That's yeah. true. Welcome to Bradshaw Boys, a politi uh, political theological, <laughs> political podcast. theological podcast. Here we, we are discuss all things. That pigeon was a Satanist. One, one last <laughs> wait. One last question about shoes. Trick question. Terry R. Pillow's house. Shoes on or shoes off? Ooh. Uh, you can keep the Birkenstocks on in Terry R. Pillow's house. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say never shoes to begin with because it's on the sand. <laughs> it's on a white sand beach. Definitely. One more thing is no. I, we take it a step further in our house. We also don't allow subway butt on on our in our bed either. But how many people are coming over and sitting in your bed? No, but that, that's like a rule oh, between the, the two, two of us. Yeah, What's subway butt? So the the art the clothing that sat in the subway mm. doesn't get to sit on on you, or around the you bed. You can imagine that coronavirus was really fun in our house. But think about oh, yeah. it. Like if you sit on the <laughs> yeah. if you're sitting on the jeans, if you're sitting in your jeans on the subway, like just Put on some home pants or, but or take them off. I think also we like to get out of our clothes yeah. and into cozy clothes immediately. So I think that's like half and it's half. It's the Bahama lifestyle. Dude, I, I think the subway, but I guess it makes sense in theory. I bet if you talk to like a germologist, they'd be like, man, probably like not Like I would needed. never put a yeah. suitcase on my bed. Like I just like my bed to be See, I, like I, clean of the outside man, world. I am I'm not aware of all way. those things, but then I, it's a mix of... Being like, ah, I don't really care. And also a mix of me saying you're aware of it, but just try to push past it. Yeah. And also before Corona times, I was a very much non-hand sanitizer guy. I was mm. very much a germs are our friend. There's a great- Well, I was too. I always thought that like that keeps us kind of healthy. It does. Great New York Times article called um, some called of my let, best friends- Let homeless people teabag you for immunity. And that's that's in Harry. It's the origin <laughs> story of Harry. It's Harry <laughs> going teabagging everyone to give them immunity. Yeah. Um, I, I have a story about how little Kevin cares about the shoe policies. <laughs> we lived in a place, uh, there's a group of us that lived in an apartment and we had a shoes off policy. Kevin very much knew the policy, but he didn't all, often adhere to it. And uh, this was, you this, would not you, a, this would not have been a flaunting. This would have been a forgot. You came, a, came over and I look and he's standing on our couch, like adjusting a sound system, just walking across our couch with his dirty ass Kevin. city boots. And I was just like, with his first of all, plague take boots. off your shoes. Second of all, what are you doing standing on our couch with your shoes? <laughs> Third of all, you're like, what? Got any beer? The, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, but why does the sound system sound, sound so much better right now? I, do, really... I remember another time you stood on that. If it's the same couch I'm yeah, thinking of. It's a Walter E. Smythe, dude. Do you remember, you remember the year that there was a Halloween party and this was 
pre his canceling, but you were dressed as Mario Batali mm-hmm. and you had giant orange Crocs. You walked around the city, and then do you remember standing on their couch, just grinding, just, just like grinding. Dude, and there was a guy. That, I think yeah, you there just was love standing on their couch. Dude, we could do an entire podcast about how Kevin picks just canceled people to go as a Halloween. That is true. And yeah, Mario and Batali, Louis, Louis C.K. 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 You were Harvey Weinstein one year. <laughs> <laughs> I walked around with the DVD of of uh, of Goodwill Hunting, and I just had a bunch of pock marks in my face. Oh. Yeah, you were oh. ba- speaking you dress, of. You dressed up as Bear Stearns one year, the entire firm <laughs> before the financial collapse. Um, all right, let's get to the episode. We've been we've, we've so been we, 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 covered, we covered the most important topic: shoes on or shoes off, and how Kira is the greatest villain in TV history. Right. Um, but I think this episode like brings up a lot of stuff. Super valid points. How do you want to dissect this episode? How about Let's you give, give, us us a, give us a quick top line. Rundown. Carrie goes to a party. Her shoes get stolen because the host asks them to take them off. She um, asks for the shoes back. And the host of the party is basically like, I'm not going to pay you $400 for your shoes. That's way too much money to spend on shoes. Uh, I take my life seriously because I have a family and a house and other things to worry about. Um, Samantha is frustrated that there's kids in a restaurant interrupting her peace and quiet while the restaurant tells her she can't be on the phone. Uh, Miranda meets Dr. Robert Leeds. Ow, ow. Holy smoke. He's a sexy man. Dr. People, Robert. People were nominating him during March Bradness as like the sexiest man in the show. Yeah. His attitude is also very Full sexy. stamped. That guy is the shit. And um, Charlotte deals with Harry um, leaving his tea bags around and then eventually uh, dropping his sweaty balls on their white couch. He he's a little bit of a, a nudist. So, um, where do you want to start? I guess the the through line of the show. Let me read it. Was uh, Carrie asked, "When do we stop being free to be you and me? Is it, why is acceptance such a difficult concept? I mean, that's a great question. Why why is it? And I think we're going to solve this on the show. I'm sure. Why why is it throughout history? It's been so damn difficult to accept someone who is either different, chooses something different than you, or is different than you. Where do you want to start I like, with that I one? like Katie's long side <laughs> to go into it. I think There's that, just a sigh uh, and a pause. There's a few things, and it goes into, I guess if we want to relate it to the show... It yeah, seems like you're coming from an show. I'm okay. It, like, are you coming from an I'm okay, you're okay thing of like, yeah, this is you, this is me, we can accept each other. Because I think... Why did the, Kira have to act like that? Why was that her natural response think, to act like that? Do you think that Kira, it, it, like, subconsciously misses a little bit of that free life of life before babies, before all these responsibilities, houses, all this stuff? Um, and I don't know if maybe she got, like kind of got like a it felt good to kind of like put Carrie down a little bit I don't know I don't understand why women are ever that hateful to each other mm, right. about Which stuff is like interesting that the show does such a good job of highlighting the the solid friendships that's between true women. those yeah. women are so We've good to each other how girls like oftentimes the women are so bad to each other but sex and city for the most part those women love each other yeah they watch each other, but I mean, um, first off, the fact that she didn't automatically be like, "Oh my gosh, I am mortified. Please let me pay for that." You know, like what mm-hmm. a human? Right. I mean, there's a lot of women like that, though, right. and men. Yeah. Or if there was a thing where you're in a place where it's like four seventy five is no small thing. If she was like, like, if you were in the position where you're like, I can't afford to replace that, but to be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so mortified." Sure. I need to be honest. Like, let's we're gonna get this figured out one way or another. Yeah. All but she had to do was she do just, that. Also, her husband was smoking pot very weirdly. Did you notice that? 
he he did a That's long crazy. exhale with nothing coming out, and then he just kept being like, "What'd you say, Carrie?" I think, I mean, I think like first of all, the thrill like. That's kind of what gossip is too. Like just, it feels, I think you feel dirty like later, but the thrill of feeling better than someone else is like, oh, in all of us at all times. And I don't think you get that as much as an adult, except for these like huge life moments that you can say just like, like, I think she was right. There's not an award for not marrying the wrong guy. Yeah, I think that really sticks with me because so many people, I think, should be applauded for not making the wrong choice. Yeah. Or a choice that would have led to a lot of heartbreak down the road. Yeah, and there's always this mm. thing that's like, ah, like there's like you get married and you have kids yeah. and you do this and then they go to college and like the amount of lives that are not destroyed, but like the... the Dude, the Charlotte type dreams that are destroyed that it's yeah. just like, I did everything right. How come it's not happening the way I planned sure. when really it's like it's a m- made up thing that there can be truth yeah. to that. It's like or they find that it, they're just very unhappy with that. I, I just had this conversation like a week ago with someone where I was talking about like and I'd say all of us at this table ha- are have s- a little different lives than maybe some people we like that you grew up with who were like married right out of college sure, and then like on this track and also no judgment against that either at all. But I think like I was talking to someone about it and it was like, my life looks pretty different than what I imagined. And he was like, I was like, and it's, and it is sometimes like kind of frustrating because I'm like, ah, shoot, like why haven't these things happen? He was like, fair question. But also it's the same thing. He's like, there are a lot of people who have gone on that thing that have been in a place where they're like, either like they're not happy or things haven't worked out. And I think that there is, it's just the same thing that you were saying that like, it's worth, it's worth looking at like the nuclear family path that is always applauded. Is maybe not always the right. Sure. Thing. It can be too. Well, I think it definitely of, can be. I think and a lot of people do that because that's what they think the next step is. Like right. I always, I think forever will feel so thankful that I met John later in life and had a lot of time to kind of be on my own and to do my own thing, to pursue a career in theater and just kind of do those things and kind of figure out who I was. I don't know. I'm just Mm -hmm. a big like component of getting married a little bit later in life. Granted, I would have loved to have known him earlier, but I don't regret the way things were. Totally. I think it's also um, it's really easy to. Uh, get bored and then want excitement in life. And then I've seen people make the snap decisions of just being like, want a change or want to mix something up and then jump into a different chapter of life. Sure. When like, I don't know. I think everybody has the experience of watching two people get married that you're just like, like, Oh shit. Cause it's yeah. Oh, because it's just like, you know, you're tired of, I don't know. People complain all the time, like dating sucks. This sucks. Then you find something that works and like, pull sure. trigger. and I don't know. My parents dated and got married after th- they were married in under four months of knowing each other. And that works. And it worked for a lot great of for them. Yeah. And they're also like, we wouldn't advise anyone to do that. Sure. And, uh, but then also they're, I don't know. I think it's like an easy way to separate yourself is better. Like what's, uh, what's her name again? Sorry. Kira. 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 It's a very easy way to be like, you know, Carrie has 
difficulties in her life. She, you know, and Kira does, but it's easy to look and just be like, my difficulties are more because of them. It's like a trump card that I think we do accept as a society and we should, that it's like, all right, they're kids. But also sometimes there's not enough pushback to be like, fucking be a better parent or like tell your kid to shut the fuck up. Why is your kid at this restaurant? At the restaurant, (laughs) like I think that is so fine to have a kid come to a restaurant, but he was like banging on the cup. I'm, and again, I'm fully stating I'm not a parent. I don't know what it's like. Yeah. But get political on her. Like, No, I agree with this one. (laughs) (laughs) But like, don't, your child has to learn that they can't just sit there and bang on a cup. And I understand that you pick your battles as a parent and sometimes you just can't win them all. But the fact that she was just that kind of mom that was like, oh, look at you eating your pesto. Like, I cannot stand that. And I will not be that kind of mom. I can just imagine being such a strict dad. Oh, dear. (laughs) You you being a strict dad? But but totally applied in, oh, dude, in I totally can... random ways that the kid is super just confused. totally just gets and calls out, out, and then you're just like, life's not fair. And then John <laughs> just comes in with videos of you standing on his old couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is what your dad did. This is yeah. what your dad but I, but did. I think like I think Samantha had a point in saying like I mean she she said it in a way that was like. Um, I forgot what you <laughs> 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 For those of you who can't see where we are right now, we're watching someone struggling to get out of in and out of a hammock. Oh, man. It's not going well. Oh, I got to say, man. That hey, is, man, that's his choice, though. That's, that's his, his choice. choice. So, yeah. Don't judge him. Hey, man. Don't laugh at him. Well, it's it's also his own fault because there's three children in the hammock with us. <laughs> and they're, going, they're going nuts. Yikes. But no, I mean, like... Samantha said in like some sort of snarky way because she was annoyed, but she said something about taking her kid to go get a happy meal somewhere. But there is a thing to be said, like fine dining restaurant. If a, if a child or an adult is in there, like you need to learn to behave in certain modes of places. And it is always, you know, it is always going to be harder for young kids in a place. It doesn't mean they shouldn't be there, but like that just also sounds horrible as a parent. To be like, I'm going to go to this fine dining restaurant with my child and be like, stop doing this. Stop doing that. Oh, my gosh. That's why Miranda had it figured out. Miranda's like, yeah, I want to come here and eat my $8 dessert with two hands. Right. Yeah. There's 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 family oriented spaces and there's totally there's adult adult time, adult time spaces. I think I think also I think it's really great to sometimes in New York you can and um, you can like go your you can go a year without ever seeing a child because it's like, it's like adult Disneyland. It's like, I go to bars and there's all like mid 30, there's all this. And it's really great if you can find a way to uh, interact with old people and like be around young people and cross pollinate Mm -hmm. all those different life stages. So you can learn from older people and learn all that. But there is a thing that it's like, as much as parents kind of want to just be like, usually just be like, oh, I remember when I could stay up that late. It's like, well, you also get the love of, of a child wanting you unconditionally when well, you come right. home. There's positives and negatives. Right. Exactly. And I and I think sometimes when, you know, some conversations, it's like, yeah, parents, guess what? You're going to get more sympathy from other parents. You're not necessarily going to get it from me because I don't understand. Right. I, right. I, and so that's where um, I feel like Carrie and... Willie Garson, well, all the characters in this sort of Miranda was great because she is able to kind of straddle both ways, but she was super chill. I mean, her, her yeah. kid gave her chicken pox and she was 
at least uh, upon first meeting of Dr. Robert Lee, she did not think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. But I also like that she acknowledged that she was like, I don't necessarily like children. I like my own. I've heard other friends that are parents say that same thing where they were like, I was never like a big kids person. I I mean, like a very close friend of mine, he's just like, yeah, dude, I don't freaking like kids. I love my kids though. But yeah, and like they and have three okay. kids. Yeah. I just don't whenever whenever a parent talks about how little sleep they get, I'm like, I you were totally right. I don't know how I'm supposed to sympathize with it because oh, like, I get little I, sleep too. I'm up drinking till four AM yeah. because that's my choice that yeah, I make. So I gotta can I get sympathy up. too? But I gotta do that and then wake up early to have a bloody Mary yeah. on top of all that, bro. But there's gonna <laughs> come, come a point in my life that I'm the guy who's just like I remember what I, like but that like, come, like, but totally. I'm not in that why, place yet. Why is it that like I think this is the heart of the of the episode is like why is it that one of those is deemed better? Unacceptable. Acceptable than the other. Yes. Like you should have your right to stay up to four a.m. boozing if you want. Yeah, and I'm not encouraging alcoholism or if you're dodging your responsibilities. But I just said I had a problem earlier today. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, as but long like, as why, you're happy. why is it like why what? why shouldn't you get sympathy from married people also for getting lack of sleep because of your choices? It ultimately boils down to the choices that you make and, yeah. and why are some deemed equal or greater than others? I there's think a, there's a better example than staying up late drinking, okay. which would be something that is, that is not health wise or like could, sure, could affect of you. Course. But there are things like, like let's say uh, a lot of the ladies on the show and like career. Yeah. Like a guy would never, if you, if your doctor Robert leads, I mean, he, has alimony or whatever. But if you're Dr. Robert Leeds and you're 45, let's say, however old he is, and single, no one would bat an eye of being like, yeah, of course, he focused on his career. And now he's like the fucking best doctor for the Knicks, the Knicks, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like of all time. Whereas you put up with more of that bullshit if you're Carrie or Miranda of, of like, you don't have kids yet. You haven't solidified your value as a human yet. Do you think so, coming from the Robert, Robert Leeds example is that a male versus female thing where people yeah, would, would totally where people would that's definitely I part think of so. it yeah because then because there is a thing where people would say you know well like what is it there's a quote or like a old quote or a version that's like a woman's what is it the glory on a woman's head is her children something like that I don't know I'm, I'm very much misquoting it but it's basically is that B hooks it's not B hooks huh. I don't think B hooks says that. Um, not that B hooks is anti children, but but I think that yeah, it's totally a thing where it's like, and I I do think that in the traditional society, Katie's like moving her hat down, and I'm so nervous as I'm saying this. No, um, no, she's no. about to get political on you. Yeah, she is. She's gonna, oh, you think that's oh, traditional? Well, now the script is flipped. How do you feel? Um, but I do think where you're coming from, from like traditional roles where it's like men are valued more for their work that they produce and women are valued or seen as people who produce family and children. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not surprising to me that this episode came out of a New York centric show to say like society is different here because this is a place where people have come to live because they didn't necessarily want to follow traditional roles right out of the gate. They wanted to come here to live for career and they wanted to find a relationship, but do it in the way they do it because New York is one of the cities that runs in a very different way than the rest of the way America runs. Totally. But, Oh, but they can't cover everything, but they have covered this before. But the reason why some of that is there Mm -hmm. 
for guys and girls is like maybe when you're in your 20s, you're just like, yeah, that is fucked up. And then now we're in our 30s and 40s and you see close friends with like the fucking maternal clock. Sure. Is ticking and see watching people not just know that in in reality, but like what's the movie with Paul Giamatti? And uh, private lives, private lives where they talk so much about like living in the East village and living their lives. And now they're trying to have kids and yeah. they're do and they're, they're reckoning with like, with wanting to live this weird life and now wanting to have kids. And it's a really good movie and really complicated, but that is one of those things that starts coming up to be like, um, that the reason why like Dr. Robert Leeds doesn't have to worry about pregnancy. Yeah. You reckon, right. you reckon yeah. with the physical things with it and that's also why you get into like you're saying like 30s and 40s and like when you're dating you if you are if you're a man and a woman in your late 30s and you're dating you're like okay well where are we on this because if we hit it off do we want to get do we want to have a child mm -hmm. in the next two years like that, that yeah. because physiological things are a definite concern i think real quick before we get into that i think one thing that is interesting is like you talk about like okay the value judgments of saying i'm having i'm having a family also she seemed like she was a completely loaded photographer so she could have completely yeah afforded she to just, buy those shoes she's she she just judged, a giant right. she just, yeah. she and she has a hamptons house but she outbid billy joel i mean one meal at nick and tony's is the same cost of those manila blonics yeah totally so she can totally afford it is that a good restaurant no oh geez no we went what is it it's a restaurant like down the street it's in east hampton okay a couple years ago we were like let's go to nick and tony's and it was awful what'd you get Oh, I don't even remember. All, a lot of the food in the Hamptons is terrible. Well, there's, a, also, there's a restaurant right across the street from it called the Hampton Grill. Yeah, That's that a restaurant, restaurant is amazing. Other interesting thing that would be interesting to cover is the food and dining scene in that time in New York of like what was considered like posh is like sure. totally different than after like the, I feel like culinary explosion of yeah. like mm. early 2000s or whatever. But wait, real quick, the point I was going to make is like the value judgments of saying this person has chosen family this person has not chosen that. And now, and it's saying like you're, you're single and later in life and childless. Therefore you've made a bad choice. I think if you can look at it all to be like, neither is good, neither is bad. I mean, it's like very Zen, but it's like, neither is good, neither is bad. It all just is. And the moment you focus on one saying this is good or this is bad, you're sort of losing the benefit of what you have because then you're putting all your stock and being like yeah. I'm a parent with kids and this is the responsible thing and you're like okay cool now you've just wiped out look at all the famous humanitarians who yeah. are never married with children right. right? or look at or you say like you have to value independence and self-actualization okay well look at look at was it you uh, Sieber that told us about Tolkien who like you're like Tolkien had yeah. like a wife uh Large, big family, big family yeah. tons of social responsibility and also gave like this like cultural art to the world. So yeah. it's like you can't there. It doesn't make sense to value one over the other. Right. No, sure. I, I, I think that's really insightful and, and important to think about. Um, I do. Thank you. Of course. I'm, I'm done. I retire from this podcast. I, wanna, I do want to circle back on themes in the episode. I I think this is like the main theme yeah, yeah. and like yeah, 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 we sure. could probably talk about this for 10 episodes. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Harry and Charlotte and them. Um, 
living together and the tea bags and I, the balls we got couch. Some, we got to get some of what Katie thinks about I, this. Oh, go ahead. It has been funny because Kevin is now, for, at least for the last three weeks and for the next hopefully nine, has been living with uh, Katie and I and probably seen our idiosyncrasies and like uh, relational habits. It's just me and the boys. Yeah. Well, A, I have a question. You, Real quick. Oh, go ahead. Kevin, uh, we were, the, the four of us are also in a movie club where we watch, uh, where we watch movies <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> and talk about them. We love each other. People and, are going to be like, okay, on the other thing of like, Child, no child. <laughs> you guys all just, just live like together. Are, like you a cult. A, are you guys in a like, cult? Yeah. Are you a cult? That's our that's our podcast that we don't record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I see you guys way too much. Yeah, brother brother husbands. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and I was I was kind of throwing Katie under the bus because she fell asleep during the last movie, and I was like, which to be fair, I did because I am working like a mad yeah. woman out here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Katie just always falls asleep during the movie club movies, which is not true. Thank she you. does fall asleep during a lot of other things, but not during I movies. stayed awake during all movie club movies during coronavirus. And oh boy, did I, did Kevin see it? Oh man, that's probably the biggest fight I've seen you guys get in, which shows that you have a very healthy relationship. You really it was hurt just... my feelings. <laughs> and I, I did feel that you were just trying to show off and I did tell you that you were wrong. And I just told you that you were just trying to look cool <laughs> in front of Kevin. Man, <laughs> yeah. how much? But Kevin, the question is, how cool did I look? Dude, you look so yeah. fucking cool. So just cool. throwing your life under like, the bus. Wait, how can I some look people, cool? Some people wear like cool denim. Some people smoke cigarettes. I just tell people that my wife fell asleep during movies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, and yeah, I was like, that man in I was like, campaign. is that fucking uh, Kanicki? No. Right oh <laughs> Dude, how much? This might be different for men and women, but how much... Is how much does it suck when you think you say something that's funny and cool and you literally and it really does probably come out of an ego thing, but you don't even realize it is. And it just hits in the worst place and pisses the other person off. I remember I'd said and then something it just one pl- time. And then it's not your wife and it's someone from a party and it just plays in your mind for the next two years. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh <laughs> I remember when I think fucking... Katie and Corey struggle with that a lot more than oh, I do. That's for I, sure. Yeah, I don't see yeah. Uh I <sighs> I, the past 24 hours has been a thing rolling. John, when you and I were on our is long run yesterday. that when you spit on my face when I picked you up? Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that. No, I always, yeah, Katie, I feel like we struggle with just like churning thoughts in our heads all the we time. We get each other. We do. In that way. Well, okay, I want to okay. talk about Charlotte. Like, the fa- A, I feel like the fact that Henry, or Harry, excuse me, is just like so clearly sort of a nudist. <laughs> yeah. Would have come up while they were dating. A, but B, she was so appalled by the teabag situation, but a couple of, or like talking about like teabagging in a sexual way, but then like a couple of seasons ago, it came out over the chat and chew that she has licked Trey's butt. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that. oh, she's really like selective, taking a step back. They have selective prudeness sometimes with Charlotte. Sure. Totally. It's like she is, she's done some things. She's seen some shit. But then the idea of putting your balls in her mouth, she's like, whoa. I, I would also venture to say if you're a guy who went through college, you have had your balls in more of your friends' mouths than girls. <laughs> is that really true? I don't know. Just like putting balls on a shoulder or like doing shit like that is like, like I don't know. Like I'm fine if a girl wants to tickle my bees while the, the while it's going on, but it's not a bit like Samantha made it seem like that's like 
a major thing. They're just like, put the fucking balls in their mouth. Like, that's more of a funny thing than I think like a major sexual thing. Well, okay. So let's, putting ta- the let's talk about balls that. In mouth. Yeah, so let's talk about it. So here you guys are like going around in college just putting balls now, on each other. On. I want to say, I do want to clarify I've something. I have, ne- I have never... Like I don't. I think balls in a mouth is a bigger my, thing. My balls have never been in one of my male friends' mouths. Have they been on their shoulders? Yes, several. Yeah. All, uh, probably every male that but you can, can you, see. Okay, so this is just so funny to me because the equivalent of that would be like Ladies. women being like, "Here's my vagina on your shoulder." You or like, beaver blast your friends? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never have. You're not a beaver blaster. Let me just like tap you on the in? top of the head with my nipple. Give it but a try. If, if like I was out there doing that to one of my friends, I guarantee all you guys would be like jerking off to oh, it. That's okay. <laughs> I'm really, I, I really like that. But yeah. if I came out and you guys were just putting your balls on each other's shoulder, I would just shut the door, turn around, and try to start the day over. Well, we were playing backgammon last night, and Kevin, uh, Kevin, you pulled your balls out and put them on the backgammon, and Katie like turned around really fast, and that's she's like, true. "Did I see something over there?" And you're like, "No." I Wait, fully did... saw balls. That was yesterday, and that <laughs> happened with when we were in a, we were in a FaceTime call with a friend last night, <laughs> and we ended up seeing his balls, and then someone in this house showed their balls to him. I oh, will geez. say we're, it we was are not we are not digging real, ourselves out of these people's thoughts that we're in some sort of weird cult. How, how many times have you hit the forward 15 seconds button to hope we so still like, weren't talking about balls <laughs> on people's backs? I will say that when I did that in the video, I was like, oh, I forgot we're we're adults. We're not just in just like it feels like we're in summer camp in high school and you're like, oh yeah, yeah I guess you sh- it's not appropriate to just have your balls out. But, but you know, I feel a little honored that you guys are just like balls out in front of me, I guess. Maybe I just get to you we're guys just a bunch of cream me? cheese poppies. Yeah. I'm just glad I will say in this episode I'm glad that they didn't I was like I'm okay with some poo humor but I'm glad that there wasn't a little a little poo on the couch yeah that's gross yeah, that was, too when much. He, if he would have gotten up he would have like skid marked it that would have been, been too much How, do you think that so Charlotte was really nervous to talk to him about the tea bags uh, the the physical tea bags being on like leaving stains and stuff like that right. do you think she handled that in the right way yeah I think did, she did uh, how do you think? Do you think she could have done it? I think she did good. I think I she too. danced around it a little bit. I think she probably a year into their marriage would have been like, can you, can you please put some shorts on just like right off I'm the bat? I'm talking about the, the first time she, she, um, she, oh, with the tea bags. With the tea bags. Yeah. I think right. she was fine. Cause that is kind of an annoying habit, especially her kitchen has this beautiful white kitchen. Yeah. You yeah. don't want, Stains from the tea bags. That's, that's also like a pretty that... egregiously gross thing. Yeah. To just gross. like take a tea bag. It's not like it'd be Which one thing. Lazy. It'd be one thing if he was taking them out, leaving them in the sink, and then being right. like, "Hey, babe, is there any way you could throw those away?" Yeah. But he's just like leaving them around yeah. the house. They're all wet. He's not even squeezing them. It's pretty gross. John, is there anything like that that I do? When we first uh-uh. got married, you would just like move. I mean, you still just like move my shit. And I, so I, I just love organization. I had to give like oh, a um, denutralized zone on my dresser where it's like you can touch whatever you want anywhere else, but this this six inch by six inch spot you cannot cross. Yeah, and it's the, just chaos mean, there. And it's, it's, dude, just, it's just a freaking John, nightmare. receipts. Your, Sometimes I cross coins it. from across <laughs> the world. Your wallet. It's <laughs> DMZ, Your wallet and your earphones for your iPod are shooting tear gas at each other. <laughs> dude, it's insane. But it's like you cross that zone. Sometimes. Corey, give her political. I have to clean it. I have to dust. I'm cleaning Interesting. Interesting that you think your privilege to dust can get into John's (laughs) DNZ. It's my DNZ. And DNZ, I play DMZ, and it's just a great. And then you get in there like DMX, man. That's what I meant. Yeah. (laughs) DMZ. I was was there with the assist. Dude, whenever whenever I get inside that little DMZ, I'm like, party up! 
Woo! Y'all gonna make me move my shit. <laughs> she won't make me move my shit. Up over in here, here, over there. there. I'm gonna keep my shit right here oh. in this D, DMZ. Me I got coins. I got what coins is, all over the place, and it's gonna be quick. Shout out! If you move my shit, you can suck my dick. <laughs> shout out if uh, give us a shout out if your significant, your partner has a DNZ on their dresser. Also, usually DNZs are, are reserved for like a drawer in the kitchen. Yeah, it's the crap drawer. This is the crap drawer. I have, I have a crap drawer. I keep a Dude, I keep we... a tape measure in my kitchen. I keep a couple of old little like moleskine notebooks, just things that I'm like. Whoa, they're called moleskine. Yeah. You say moleskin? I say moleskin. I say moleskin because there's an E on the Can end. Can we get a know. meme? You... Can we get a meme of like opening a drawer and just having DMX in there? Just <laughs> X, <laughs> don't give it to you. Dude, that's a great thing. Wait, Katie, do... I will say I come from a family where I won't implicate, but a member of our family is the organizer. And we sure. have a, and we have a we have a joke that my, my parents have been like, they're like you know, if when you guys are older and like we're gone and we have to sell the house, you're gonna find so many Christmas presents that like th through organizing we just lost we all just of them. Lost. Hey, can I can I make things real? Bring things down a little bit. Let's but do I feel it. like it's worth talking about. Sure. Uh, I just got a text. Uh oh. Television legend of New York. Oh. Maybe one of the greats of all time, Regis Philbin, just passed <gasps> away. What? Oh. Fucking loved Regis. What? How old? Okay, how, think how old was he? 90, uh, 90s? 80s? I think 80. Oh, man. 89. I wrote 88. 88. Most wow. most hours on television of all time as a human. Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, wow. And I rode an elevator with him one time. I got to talk to Regis. Do we know what he died from? Just 88. Old age. I think that's... I, I don't know how, Natural but causes. but I think oh, that is so sad. So, so I didn't want to I didn't want to bring it down, but I mean, I also saw it because I was looking at the time on our pod. <laughs> but it's That's like a bummer. <laughs> that is really let's that is do, a bummer. Let's all do a let's all do a tribute to Regis uh, Philbin. I'll go first. Okay. okay, I was on an elevator in New York City, and I was supposed to go up to a floor, and I forgot what floor, so I didn't press it. So it goes to the very, 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 very top, and then I'm planning on going back down to be like, what? floor am I supposed to go to again and it just kept on going and going up and it goes to the penthouse and it opens up to Regis Philbin's apartment and he's there and he's like hi oh my <laughs> and gosh. I was like uh I have to go back down he's like all right and he got on with all his mail and I was like I'm on the fucking elevator with wow. Regis Philbin who I was always a massive fan of because Kathy Lee and Regis every yeah. day Regis no, and Kathy Lee every day I love like Kelly show. but Regis Kathy Lee Regis, just come is, on. Is it Kelly and Michael? No, it's Kelly and uh, it's Kelly. And, Michael left. Kelly right? and Ryan. Kelly and Ryan. Ryan. My, my my Regis story is when he was the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Mm. He there's a um a contestant named Matt Marcotte that came on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and uh, just YouTube Matt Marcotte Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It's it is quite a pleasurable ride. I would That's say. It. Okay. My Regis story is that we would watch Regis and Kathy Lee every day when we were kids, or it just be, would be on. And I was just very certain that Regis was my mom's friend. <laughs> and I just like one time asked her about it, and I was like, well, is "Knowing your how friend... many parents your family knows, I could like how many people <laughs> your family might knows." Know. It might be I was that. like, "Is Regis gonna come, or is your friend gonna come over?" So that was like a joke with our family. I don't really have. One. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen him in person. I feel like I've seen him on the sidewalk, but I don't think I have. I feel like I might have seen him through work or something like that. But I just remember him always just being like, ah, 
like you said. Yeah. And it's like, it's Galvin! the, it's the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yelling at their producer, but it's the same. He has, like, I can kind of, I remember as he got older, you were definitely like, oh, Regis is like looking older and he's yeah. not on TV as much anymore. He's older, but he has a very recognizable thing. It's almost just like Emeralds. Bam! Yeah. But it's just, but it's mm-hmm. just him being him in that. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I had like a personal story to tell with it, but I don't. Hey, Regis Philbin, a yeah. legend. Rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, to, to Regis. And I think with that, we need, we do need to move into the, uh, the Cosmo okay. rating. Man, we, of there our is so much to touch in this episode. I know. We could do could like we a, do this? Could we do that? this? Did we touch everything? Cause I, could we, could we take a hard, Two minute touch on Leeds and Miranda. I feel like we didn't yeah, really we didn't get even there with talk them. about Leeds and Miranda. Other we, than we that, do a lot like, of two star changes. Let's than, do a two star touch. Other than that, Leeds two, two is just touch. A, a dreamboat. And he loves Jules and Mimi. Well, but I don't know if he loves it. I don't know if he loves it. Oh, that scene where they're watching at her face. I, I think think we found he, out did he cross how... his legs? Okay, you said something about Leeds that we need to point on. Best male fashion in the show. Dude, that Dude. guy. Yes, those like high-waisted There's so much horrible great. men's fashion on the show of just... He looks great. Big and Bahama shirts and flowy Aiden. No one would wear that. You walk in with those high-waisted... Like, he... he that, that stands up in the 50s now. Dude, it was a insane. very, like, 50s vibe. It, it has, was it's like really like sexy. Kind of like a Havana yes, cuba kind yes, of thing. Yes, yes, yes. Like the, the, like... Yeah, I forget what it's called. The belt pants. goes across. It's like belted pants. Yeah, and it was like... His shit was tailored well. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good. Also, He's he, a great character. Like, I, I'm excited because Miranda deserves to be with, you know, have a fun thing ahead. And, I, and John, you said this. I, I was, when he walked in and he, like, picked up Brady immediately and then he was like, oh, don't worry about it. I had chicken pox when I was a kid. And then he, like, handed him. For a moment, I was like, oh, is that, for a moment, I was like, is that too... Two four, but I like the fact that you were like, nah, man, Leeds, like he, he's not creepy. He's just confident, and he was yeah. like, yeah, I want to watch this, and he like goes and sits yeah. down. He's just like, yeah, his personality is very attractive. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you are a single man listening to our podcast, the the maybe one of you that's ever done that. Watch leads. Just get some cues from lead. Take, take his, his leads. Take, take your leads from leads. Just do like take how to interact with that confidence is Sorry. like so attractive. We need to do. We do. We it's haven't insane. done a Steve talk in a while, but we need to because they're both connected. Miranda. We need to do a thing called leads talk. Oh my god! Where it's just like smooth music, and then we get in there and we just give a confidence tip yeah. away. Take his leads talk. I love that. Take his lead. Take his lead. I am so curious to see what happens when Steve and Doctor Leeds meet each other. Like just. Wait. Really? Just oh, wait. Man. It's just going to be Steve being like, uh, what do you see in him? Look at me. Well, I'm oh. not very handsome well, and I'm kind of insecure in ways and I don't that make Steve money. wants to be. He works for the basketball. Like he's on the basketball That's team. Steve the basketball Debbie. connection. They're going to tie that together, That's right? Steve okay. has Debbie. Uh, what does Debbie have besides Debbie nice, has shoes. Acrylic she nails has acrylic and nice shoes? She has acrylic nails and shoes. Leeds, yeah, totally. Oh, you guys haven't seen also, her either, they, right? Leeds is like okay. a 1950s god. They gave Debbie a very like kind of Long Islandy accent when I we heard like her. I feel she's going to be Fran Drescher. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No. Just wait. The episode where they <laughs> both like the, meet each other is really good. I do have to say they really underplayed Miranda having chickenpox as an adult. Do you know that if you don't get chickenpox till you're an adult, when you get it when you're an adult, oh, it's awful. It you're like wiped out for days because it's basically shingles. Mm-hmm. I even I had it in the fourth grade, 
and it was horrific. Yeah. And yeah, because you, like, it, that's like pretty late to have it totally. as a kid. And oh my gosh, it was awful. Like she wouldn't just be hanging with him on the couch. She would be like writhing in pain, throwing up everywhere. Well, you're just also like, you just physically, it's not even the itching. You just physically feel it, like awful. rocks you. Yeah. You know, also pretty interesting nod to racist co-op boards, which yeah. are, yeah. which are which a thing because she basically said like, we know what you're not saying. Yeah, and but they didn't. They didn't make that the thing. Yeah, like they didn't. They didn't just make him like, oh, here's here's a black character that we're gonna pretend is just like like they brought that up subtly, and then with the show that she says something about the show with like a the watching the British show of like I love I don't know what is it she uh, says like I love. Yeah, but in Jules and Mimi, they mentioned that it's like a black oh. character. But I thought oh, that was interesting because oh, oh. I was like, I wonder if they're gonna go into more of the co-op board stuff. Yeah. But maybe, uh, maybe they will I think they, yeah, I mean, if they don't, I think they would nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be a totally. storyline that would be way more totally. Yeah, explored. Totally. Okay. All right. Uh, man, sorry, for those listening who love this episode, sorry that we couldn't give it more time. I feel like this episode needed to be a jumbo, like three hour episode. There's so much, there's yeah. so much more I'm thinking uh, about right but, now. But we wanted to keep this under an hour. So I think what we need to do is just do like a, a lightning Cosmo round um, and just okay. like share your thoughts. Um, we didn't even like touch on anyway. So what did we not touch on? Like we didn't really talk that much about Samantha. Um, I, and we, I feel like there's even. I feel like I feel like we need to do it as like a Patreon or something. There's even further to go with the Carrie shoes. Oh, totally. Thing. Also, there's something to go with this. I'm not trying to take more time, but like the archetype kind of woman that Kira was. She reminds me. Of, remember Lainey, the woman who like take her top. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like right. a later in life Lainey, Lainey. who yeah, now is like, yeah. oh yeah, I went and I had kids, and now she's like made a full circle yeah, thing. I think there's a lot to be discussed about about that yeah you Agreed. guys should do a patreon there's Alrighty. also some stanford stuff i want to talk about let's whatever. do uh let's do cosmo one to five cosmos should we say it all at the same time yep three two one four, five, five, five. Seven, five. i gave it a 5.0 i love this wow. episode it was funny it was I great could've. yeah uh there like it wasn't it didn't have all of the the characters equally represented um but i think this is just like such a playful and fun way of tackling a really serious issue, right. which is people being different and other people standing on a pedestal when they are just as different and saying that they're better or, or greater than thou. And so, um, I love this episode. I loved Robert Leeds. I loved seeing Harry's, uh, ass just a, a ton. Uh, I love teabagging just all of it. Great episode. 10 on 10 would mm -hmm. watch again. Wow. Uh, I gave it a four seven five. Did you give it that too, Kevin? Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, I I could have given it a five. I there's a little bit where I feel like Samantha's storyline. Unless I'm missing something, her storyline was also a kid. It was like basically kids in restaurants. I feel like was her storyline, right? And I feel like it was a little tacked on to Carrie's. Still, still great points to be made. Um, but I feel like everything else was super strong. Like as you know, when you're watching it and you're just like. This is a classic episode, even though everyone's told us this. Like everything's firing all sailors. You can Car see it. Carrie outfit at the very end. Katie said when we were watching. Oh, yeah. oh, love that so outfit. Good. And also Miranda's like looking banging the whole time. Like even Miranda when she had chicken box. Yeah, Miranda season six. Like they the the glow up of that yeah. is awesome. So like very strong. And also the Charlotte stuff and just the Charlotte Harry Teabag stuff. Great. Evan Handler, great acting. Yeah. Four seven five easy. Could have gone higher. I said four point five. 
again, because I think it's like a near perfect episode. I love, like John said, that it tackles like a very real thing in a fun, playful way where you get to like kind of they get to chat and chew about it. But I think I can only give a five to an episode that they all have some sort of emotional journey. And Samantha just got pasta thrown on her. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with that. I think four for seven five because uh, it just yeah like that is a huge score, um, and I just think this is one of the best thematic episodes. There maybe if there was like one more big event or something. Sure. Um, it would have been interesting to watch really close together the last episode with uh, Charlotte getting married and this because those are just some like heavy life change like things happening all at once. So mm. we're we're on a roll. This is really, really good. And I, I would say the Samantha stuff, I guess they took a break from Smith, so they didn't have a lot to give her, but but it was fine. I just yeah. thought it was exceptionally done and a conversation that we're continuing to have all it the was, time. It was probably when it first came out, like that yeah. was a, a really groundbreaking oh, yeah. conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Water real quick, cooler. if we did, you, it was, so you might know we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. You guys, if you want to subscribe to it, we do lots of great episodes, deeper talks about these things, fun things. If we did a Patreon to where we went back in and unpacked Woman's Right to Shoes, what would be the way to do it? Like at first I was like, oh, we get a shoe designer. But forget it. What if you get like someone who had kids later in life mm. or someone who didn't have kids. There's also the whole concept about getting married to myself, which has become a thing yeah. later in years. It'd be fun to talk to a parent about that. Yeah, yeah. So, I think yeah. that would be really fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. Please subscribe and leave us a five Cosmo rating. We'll read your funny ones on the air. Subscribe to Patreon. You guys are the best. We love yeah. you so much. Hey, rest in peace, Regis Philbin. Uh, rest R. in peace, Regis. Galgan! We want to be millionaires, and we are because of the life you led. Thank you, Regis. Thank you, Regis, so Thank much. You, Regis. We love you guys. Later, Have taters. Thank you, Katie. Later, taters. Later, taters. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.